Into music, um, definitely going to like all the parades and singing the band and uh, going to the second lines. You go, you always invested in music in some type of way. Ooh, okay, so tell me, what's, uh, tell me, um, what was one of the experiences you had in New Orleans? That was one of your favorites. Oh, that's hard. It's hard. Yeah, I mean, because New Orleans. I mean, well, you can name any time. It doesn't have to be your favorite. Um, I just like I, I can remember always going to the parades when I was younger. We camping out, sitting in the chairs. So y'all were like camping out in tents and like sometimes or not really in tents. We just got out there early, okay. set the chairs up and stuff. Parades pass by, and like you go with your cousins and you know y'all roam up and down Canal Street, end up on St. Charles. That sounds like a workout like you walk right a there. Lot. No, you walk a lot on Mardi Gras, but yeah. Do you feel like you were losing pounds each and every time you're walking during Probably the or probably not because I was drinking at the same time. <laughs> like that's, you do be drunk. That's funny when you look when no. you, see when you're drunk you feel like you're a superhero. You feel like you can do just about anything. Nah, exactly. <laughs> so that, that's funny to me. So so tell me, what was it like growing up in New Orleans? Growing up in New Orleans was um New Orleans is very different. Um, it's very family-oriented. That's why it's so hard for a lot of people to move away. Um, but you also, also have to be cognitive of who you hang around with because it's like a crab bucket sometimes. It's like or, different. It's different type of people you meet over there. It depends. Like it could be really good, or it can be your downfall sometimes. Okay, so it's like a 50-50 chance. It could be um, a good experience, or it can either be a bad experience. It's always a. It could always be a good experience, but it's all about the people you're around. Your environment. The environment you put yourself in. Right. Okay. That makes That's sense. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, what made you start getting into DJ? So, back in high school, they had this. I was a freshman. Just got into um, high school, and they had this guy named Tim. He studies parties called Trends Parties. 
And my sister uh, put me on to the gig, and he was like, I got this event coming up. It was like a bad girls club reunion party. They used to have party for no reason. And everybody used to go. And that was like my first gig. And then it went, it went, it was a little, yes. Um, I kind of panicked. And so what did quit. you do to calm down? Like, did you have like people that were supporting you that were there trying to calm you down? Or did you have your own technique to try to calm yourself down? Um, really, I just worked through it. I feel like I was, I was trash. But I just kept playing until the party was over. Oh. No, it's not all because I'm good now. But I know. Now, I just thought it was cute because, no, no. like, like in the beginning, like that's how you feel. Yeah, I was and trash. Now, I was trash. Since you've seen your growth, now yeah. you don't feel that way. You have more yeah. confidence in yourself. I, to be honest, I, originally I didn't know what DJing was, but like my late uncle Carla and my cousin, uh, my cousin used to, Sheikha used to throw all these parties at their houses. And, like my dad sometimes would get on the MP3 player right now, and I would see like my auntie Carla always playing them. Like, you can get paid for this type of stuff. He's like, yeah, it's called being a DJ. So you so started. He like, was like, ooh, I can get paid. Yes, yeah, so I was like, so I started googling stuff. I said, oh, there's actual equipment for these type of things. So then I was like, let me try this out. So then we got some equipment. I started DJing. I did my sister sweet uh, sixteen birthday party, and that's when I first did my first actually really good gig, and then it just went up from there. Wow, that's, yeah. Wow, that's actually pretty amazing. So you've been doing that pad since Yeah, I was fifteen when I started. So you built up a passion for it. Yeah, I can see. So as far as like doing events and stuff, like. What's your favorite places? What's your favorite type of places to go to when you do DJ? Um, I've grown to really like doing sporting events. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Like DJing for a basketball games, soccer games, track events, football games. Tell um, me why. What? Why? What do you choose? Uh, sports the crowd's sports? bigger. <laughs> that makes sense. And um, you can kind of control the crowd. Like, cause I mean, I grew up playing sports. I grew up playing football, basketball, around track through college, all that. So, um, I used to back in high school like make the mixes and all that for our cheerleading team at like our jamborees and stuff. Oh, so yeah, I've never been to one. I actually you never been to, to Denver? No, oh. I've been I've been seeing all about it, and a lot of people talk about it. I really want to try it. Yeah, well, Denver is like more of a high school thing when a football game comes on. So I used to do that in high school, and um, I was like, mm, I wanted to like one day I can like I, re I remember sitting there like I wonder one day if I can DJ for like a football team like the Saints or the Pelicans. You know what's really dope about that? You spoke it into existence, so that's why yeah. it came true. Yeah, and what's funny is I never would have imagined doing that. Like, you did. That's the thing. Yeah. You did imagine it, so that's why it came true. I did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I did imagine. It was just some blessings <laughs> come to you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So is there any, like, what's a, do you have a specific team you would like to DJ for? Um... No, I don't have a specific team. Um, I'll DJ for. Um, I, I mean, I grew up enjoying watching the Saints, and I grew up 
watching the Cowboys as well. But you know, initially, when New Orleans didn't have a football team, a lot of people in New Orleans used to actually watch they, the Cowboys. They went for the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, so that's why a lot of people in New Orleans, actually, some of them are Cowboy fans. So they, I did I did kind of notice that. Yeah. I know a lot of people from New Orleans who are Cowboy fans. Yeah, so of course I always, I I always ask myself that question, like... Yeah, that was why. Because at first, the same, and sometimes the, broad, the Saints wasn't even broadcasted in New Orleans. Oh, wow. Until, like, later when they actually got the team. But, um... Yeah, I would have definitely enjoyed DJ for the, the Cowboys or the Saints, especially since that's my home. What about a basketball team? You got a, you got a basketball team? You like to um, I used to do, like, actually the Pelican Fan Festivals, but that was, like, a really cool thing to do. It's like a fan fest where they have, like... Imagine DJing back in the day when, like, Jordan and Pimpin and them were playing ball. Right. That would be so dope. That would yeah. be such an experience. Yeah, <laughs> it's an experience now because, I mean, there's a lot of dope athletes on football. Matter of fact, okay, so this past uh, game, I was DJing at for the Falcons with against the Hold on. It was so many games. It's okay. The Bucks. The Falcons and the Buccaneers. No way. So you know Tom Brady they were for the Bucks. Yeah. But their I running back that. their running back is Leonard Fournette. So what's really cool about that is when I used to DJ in New Orleans, like sometimes I would be randomly DJing at a party. Yeah. And I went to school with Leonard and all that. When you can see he's from New Orleans. Yeah, he's from New Orleans. Yeah. What? So it was just really cool because I would see I would be playing music. I mean for the opposite team, I'll be I was playing music for the Falcons. But it was really cool to see that Leonard was playing football. Like he was playing football in high school and I, w- I would see him at like the game like the parties and stuff. And it was like deja vu. It was like deja vu. Yeah. Like, I, I went from DJing at halls to DJing in stadiums. And look and where he went he's from at. DJing at, at high school parties. I mean high school football games. Right. To now running back for a you know, like a that, major team a major in the NFL. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Like, but it, it's crazy how like build themselves up to get to where they it's like yeah. everybody has a different process and yeah. I find that dope to me like everybody's like different process of doing what they do yeah. because there's so many DJs in the world there's so many producers in the world there's so many basketball players whatever, so on and so forth yeah. and their process of doing things are different like yeah. Jordan like Jordan was mad strict on himself he was all about ball 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 Dennis Rodman was not about ball <laughs> No. He started doing all kinds. Yeah. So, like, to me, it's funny how, like, he was such a good basketball player, but he was still doing all kinds of different shit. Right. <laughs> like, he was out partying. Remember the time he was wrestling um, with um, what? Hulk Hogan? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. funny. The, that was yeah. legendary. Yeah. I used to watch WWE all the time. Yeah, that's Yeah, that was my... I used, that was my shit growing up. I used to always, I was a Hardy boy. If you remember the Hardy boys and like way back when it was like Lita. Yeah, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy. Yeah, and then they had like Lita. <laughs> yeah, Lita. Then, then Kane came and screwed screwed it all up, yeah, and then Kane Edge fucking, came along. Yeah. Like that was my reality. I'm glad we brought that up because Kane messed that all up. Yeah. As soon as he came in, there was no such thing as the Hardy boys. Yeah. Then Edge came along, and it was just like a and whole. And the Undertaker and everybody yeah. it's just like that. Yeah. It was a whole storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty interesting to me, the different storylines they had. It was pretty fun. Yeah. It was really entertaining. So, um, if you had some wise words to say to someone that would like to do the same thing that you do every day, what would you say? As far as it comes to DJ, what are some wise words you would say? Find what fits you and run with it. And let other people catch up to you. 
That shit got me. I didn't expect you to say that. No, because a lot of people you sometimes. You kept it short and sweet. A lot of people have a passion, and sometimes they get caught up into like, oh, nobody's catching on to it when I post it, or like it's it could be different. Right. Um, and it takes sometimes it takes a little minute for people to catch on to you, but you gotta let your audience catch up to you, and you keep putting your content out there, and they are gonna find you. Right. Let me ask you this: Did somebody teach you that, or did you teach yourself that? I, um, I kind of taught myself that with kind of resilience because I mean, I'm a DJ, I'm not perfect. Um, there's some times when I don't get booked, sometimes when I have a lot of bookings, sometimes when I have no bookings at all. And so, you have to be you kind of build resilience. So, you, you my dad was like, you know what, I know my capability, and I'm just gonna keep on fighting for what I want to do because there was a lot of no's before I had a yes. Well, I mean, a lot of teams told me no. Yeah, a lot of teams told me no before. Like when I reach out to them to DJ for them and stuff like that. Matter of fact, some teams that I'm working for right now, even literally, they told me no until I got behind that. that but DJ table. see, that's a lot of things with people my age. They don't like to take no as yes. Yeah, but I don't like to take no as an answer neither. But I know I take no to yeses. I understand it. <laughs> but but no, like you were saying, like they don't have to work through those no's. Yeah. Basically, constructive yeah. criticism. That's yeah. another thing. A lot of people don't know how to take constructive criticism. Yeah. But my thing is, when I when I hear constructive criticism, I don't take it as a negative thing. I feel it's like, hey, you're trying to help me become better. Yeah. Like he, instead of thinking about it in a negative look way, just look at it as a positive way. They just want you to become better. Yeah. The better you. Was it like just being in front of, like, just having, being by yourself in your little booth or whatever and well, seeing the game and, like, seeing your crowd and stuff? What a beauty about working with the Falcons music team you're not by yourself. Like, the team works together amazingly. Um, it's like one chord. Like, going from, it sounds from the lights to the production team to the interviews that work with the highlights and the commercial runs and to the sound guy elevating and lowering mics to me and the announcer like everybody has a, a role to play and it's like it's like a beautiful machine that they've created in there so it's really cool you but, got, but all like y'all a, a moment that you do have, I get what you ask <laughs> pretty much but a moment that I think you may be talking about like when I'm like I might be DJing and I'll play like I'm in my zone because I'm running music back to back. Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. Like, how do you feel? Crowd. Like, you feel like it's an it's an adrenaline rush. It really is. It's an adrenaline rush because you 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 high key motivating your team because they listen to your music as you're warming up. You motivating the the people in the stands and really you motivating the workers as well. Music plays such a key component in the stadium, and it can really like or create um, motivation. See, that's what I love. You, you, there's so much compassion with your words, yeah. and I can tell that you're very sincere with what you're saying. I am. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, have you thought about, like, producing your own beats or making your own music or writing music for other artists or something like that? Um, yeah. yes. That is something I'm actually about to start venturing in. Oh. Yes. You got soon. something in the works. Soon. <laughs> soon. But I'm not going to speak on it yet until I start it, it putting it in fruition, but soon. Something is going to start cooking up. I have I a producer wait. and everything now. You do? Yeah, and I'm going to produce some things as well. I got a few projects. 
Well, stay tuned, y'all. We're going to see some new projects coming from Zeus. <laughs> so, who are your biggest influencers? Influencers to do what you do. Um, Matter of fact, I'm going to rephrase that question. Who are your biggest influencers to even get up in the room? I have three. Me, myself, and I. I like that. <laughs> Self-love all the way. <laughs> no, really, though, because sometimes you have to be your self-motivator, especially through a time like, like this pandemic. You really get... I was just about to get to Yes. Can I actually put an order in for some calamari? Yes, actually, <laughs> I want to put an order idea. in for... Um, order. Let me get oysters Rockefeller. Would they have oyster thing? Yeah. I think I just want some raw oysters instead of the... Um, we have, we, we don't have any gold. We have Bar Cat, Blue Point, and one expensive one. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't know you guys had um raw oysters. I didn't Fresh the calamari. I, I want to do a half a dozen of the Blue Point. Okay. You can just give it an oyster Yeah, I want to try that. I never tried it. Okay. <laughs> That's my friend Kelsey. I used to work here. She's really cool. It's all good. Yeah. Um, so, kind of lost track of what we were talking about. So, um. Oh, you gotta be like, okay, I was saying me, myself, and I. Only reason I say that because, I mean, of course, I have some people that. So, tell me, do you make beats? Yes. Um, I'm actually trying to put out a. An independent project, an independent project where I release an EP. Kind of like I kind of, so, I like how. Go ahead. So you're talking about like an EP with just beats, or no, an EP with beats, but I have artists that I really enjoy on my EP. I'm performing songs that so I may have wrote or co-wrote with them. Artists show. Yes. Or, okay. And I think they'll sound good on my on my track. So and I'll release an EP with them. Okay. So thank you. <laughs> so tell me, like, when it, when it comes to the little EP that you're putting together, is it like different kinds of beats? Um, I think it's my own style. I mean, I've been told someone told me that my beats sound like on the R and B beat, but I don't want to see that. <laughs> but but you have a different look on on it. <laughs> it's all good. Some people gonna say certain things. I mean, it wasn't a bad thing. It's not. It's not necessarily critique. It's just a lot. Like maybe to them, be, that's how they feel. You know, it could be like in the category because sometimes you create a beat, sometimes it could be a trap beat. Um, I do feel like my beat is somewhat more of an R&B um, crossover type beat, if that makes sense. Like, it, it sounds like a Mariah Carey can sing on it, but then somebody else can rap on it. It's like a crossover beat. Okay, now I, okay, now, I, now I see. Yeah, it's like a crossover beat where it could be pop, but it could be an R&B song. But that's like my style, so I can see why. Yeah. So you have some artists that you want to work with? Mm, like yeah, some local basically artists. like take their vocals and not let's take their vocals, I wanna work directly with them. You I want to work with them. Yeah. Okay. I wanna work with them. Yeah, some local artists. And yeah. So how soon will we be able to I don't know, soon. Ooh, <laughs> we're anxious over here, we need to now. <laughs> so have you um so what are some other professions you thought about? So I'm actually releasing um, a wine label. It's an organic. Wine, yeah, so. I love wine too. That's why I created one. So I can make it all day. But it's actually an organic and herbal wine. 
made with all natural flavors and, and natural ingredients. No added ingredients, no added. All this. One time I looked at a wine label and I seen all the the type of stuff they put in their wine. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's already bad enough that it's alcohol, but like all the extra chemical stuff they put in there. It's the bad enough it. that it's alcohol. Yeah, they put a lot of stuff your in body. there. So you might as well have use organic. Right. Stuff. So I was like, let me make an organic and herbal wine that's ingredients that I got from black farmers. Yeah. So it's like. For the culture. Are there local farmers around? Local black farmers in Georgia. Oh, really? Yes. Some in Atlanta, like my herbal chef that I got help to give me the help cultivate the ingredients. He's a black herbal chef. Oh. And the ingredients came from black farmers. Really? Yes. And you, so how did you reach out to these people? Were you? Um, a lot of things came from um, herbal chef. His name is, actually his name is Chef Zuri. He's an herbalist, and um, he have a lot of connections with these chefs because a lot of his catering is like an herbal or organic and um, natural type of cooking. Does he, does he do anything else besides make um, wine? I don't know. You have to, well, he doesn't necessarily make wine. He actually makes um, like regular food. But I actually bought him orange to try to help me create a wine, which is, you know. Okay, so all his products are natural. I definitely want to yes. try it out. Yes. I'm trying to eat healthier now. Like, I'm not trying to Yeah, she's great. You should definitely come up. You definitely gonna try that out. I'm just, that, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, name some mistakes worthy of these days. Yeah, like a mistake. Oh, trying to be perfect. Yeah. Your first gig will never be perfect. And then be afraid of mistakes. You're going to make, you're human. You just got to learn how to work through those mistakes and make it sound yeah, like Yeah, that's probably what a lot of people, they don't... So the biggest mistake they make is by going in thinking their gig is going to be perfect. Right. It's, it's not, it doesn't And it doesn't happen, happen like that. No, it doesn't. Even to now, you could be DJing for years, then you're going... You're going to have a little mistake, you, even I've if it's something so small. I've been drinking and accidentally touch the wheel or something. Like, yeah. it happens. You just got to work through it. It's just, they, they just want to be perfect because they're afraid of what others think. And that's the problem with people. But DJing is about what others think of the music, so yeah, that takes a too, lot of pressure. That too, but it's just you just gotta you gotta be motivated. I agree. That's it. If you're not motivated to DJ, then you just shouldn't. Be. I agree. So, um, oh, this is a this is a personal one. This is this has to do with the world. So, how do you feel about all the young artists that have died in 2020 this year? Mm. Not even artists, just dancers. I mean, just in general, I do think it's sad, especially when they're young and have so much potential. But then I also hate that they wait till that someone passes like, to give them their props and they blow up after they death when they and people actually see their talent after it's too late. You know, so I think it's sad. So, what message would you have for the kids right now that are witnessing this and like are fans of these people, like the artists that have passed? Like advice to them. What's your matter of fact? What's the advice you have to the younger generation? Um, it's okay to be different, and it's okay when you when you should know that you've outgrown the situation, and that's okay. That's what happens called growing up. Some people get afraid to outgrow a situation, and I mean, this is of course it's all in how you do things. But sometimes you outgrow a situation and you need to remove yourself from that situation in a certain capacity. It all depends. Not everybody might agree with me, but sometimes you have to. Yeah, that was. I felt that. One. I, I really felt that. One. Yeah. So, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear Black Lives Matter? 
Um, myself. There's a lot of people that I know. Um, I mean, I've dealt with police brutality before. Um, I've been been stereotyped many times, threatened many times, and don't even know the, the things I'm capable of or what I'm doing in life. They just see, they just see an color. image. Yes. So that's the that's when it comes to I racism. I think that's an important movement. And I think it's a, an, an important movement. Okay, so where do you see yourself in the next five years? That's a good question. To be honest, when I first moved to Atlanta, um, I had an idea about going to see myself going. And, you know, so you I, had everything planned out. I had everything man. planned out. But after this last year with the pandemic and after everything was going on and how much my career changed, how much my life has changed, I have no idea. I mean, I do make vision boards um, for like the year. Yeah. Or six months. I make six month vision boards. I mean, I make them very high in goals. And the stuff I want to reach between a year and six months, but I have no idea where I'm going to be in five years. I used to. I used to have it all planned out, but in a good way. Like, things are moving really fast lately. So I, I have no idea. Hopefully, I see myself definitely. Um, look, hopefully, I see myself owning a house, having a dog. <laughs> Stuff, but also having many businesses that run on their own, many of them that run on their own, giving back to the community, and in my time, my five-year mark, I do want to be able to move back into New Orleans and get involved in politics, so I can get back to the community. Yeah, I definitely wow. Yes, I would definitely wow. get back involved in politics and give back to the community of New Orleans. And in five years, I feel like I'll be ready to start doing that, or start that process at the very least. I want to be the mayor. It just got you me never knew that, No, that's that's something like I really. Wow. Yeah, I want to be the mayor of New Orleans. I can picture you doing that. Really? Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones. Thanks, Mama. I see why you thought it was good because it is dark. Bobby yeah, has the tea. In it. It's just the tea. Tea's dark. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. You're welcome. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and squeeze This lighting is so cool. Oh, I was telling it too, I actually really like it a lot. It's so dope. Yeah, it's pretty dope. But like I was saying, what I was saying was I can actually picture, like, as you were explaining it, I saw the images. Mm. You like you ever like when when somebody tells you a story A vision. Yeah, vision. Have you ever had somebody like when they try to explain something to you? All, you see everything. Yes, it happened recently. Oh, can you tell me a little bit? It's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. You're such a good journalist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, really I just want to know a little bit. <laughs> um, they were just telling me about their career and where they want to go and what they want to do. And they compared how they were in the past to how they are now and how things are changing for them. Do you do that with yourself? Do you compare yourself a lot? Compared to what? Like, let's say, for example... Oh, like I look at myself now to where I used to be? Yeah. Do you All compare the time. yourself? Sometimes. How when do you I, feel when you, when you see your growth? How does it make you feel? 
I don't see it right now. I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I don't know why, but I never feel like I'm doing enough. I feel like why I have feel so like much. I feel like I have so much to do. I really do. I really feel like. Is I'm, it is it like there's things in the way? Are you busy with? No, like I just feel like stuff? I haven't reached it yet. Or reached where I want to be. So where I feel like I'm. So where would you like to be? Um. That's a hard question. Like I told you, like after this pandemic, my my my, my thought process has completely changed because I had to for DJing. I had to like adapt and kind of adapt the way I DJ and adapt where I DJ and how I go about businesses. Yes, but like with the pandemic, the lifestyle is different. There's not that many clubs everywhere. There's not many. I was used to going flying from LA to New York to New Orleans to Texas, but you're not doing all that right now. And then so it's like some places not even having parties everywhere. Then if they are, it's like how many DJs so can DJ at the like same being, club at time? So as far as like being the DJs, COVID has hell yeah. Entertainment that. in general, it has not necessarily stopped it, but it definitely has modified it, and I had to adapt to actually keep my career going. Like, it was hard. It was hard. Aww. I had to use my skills. No, no, not all, because I'm still okay. No. But I had to, like... It's because the only reason I'm saying all oh, is because I, I feel you. I, I feel you when it comes to, like, I'm not where I want to be right now. Yeah, I'm not. So, but I know for a fact that you you will eventually get this. Thank you. And I feel that it's not that long from now. Really? I feel like you're overthinking it. But that's a lot of people. A lot of people overthink like where they see themselves and yeah. whatever. I just don't want you to overthink it. Yeah. I feel like you won't get there no matter what anyone says or what, no matter what you think in your head. Yeah. So I feel like you won't get there regardless. Thank you. But um, I accept it wholeheartedly. So, <laughs> so since we're drinking, right? Yes. What is drinking. your favorite drink of choice? Tequila. Uh, straight or you, you like to mix it? It could be straight, but usually I mix it with soda, so I don't like drink sodas like that much. Like actual Coke. So do you do you like tequila sunrises? I no, I mean I do, but not too much. That's too much orange juice and cranberry. That's too much. I do do tequila and cran. Tequila and cran or tequila and red boards are two go-tos. Oh, you know what? And then I, if I'm coming back, I'll do like that. tequila and soda. I don't like tequila and coke or nothing. No, I like so I'll do the tequila soda water, you know, or because I, I don't, I generally try not to drink too much Sprite, but that's my favorite. I just try to pull back on Sprite. Okay, I'm gonna have to say. Um, tequila Red Bull, because I feel like all you're drinking is Red I'm Bull. I'm gonna be honest with you, I've never tried tequila Red It's really good. I wanna try it. feel like you're drinking Red Bull, but you're drinking tequila, so you have to be careful. <laughs> and then it's also confusing because the red will be having you up. Exactly. And then it's so that's why like, oh, Most time when I'm DJing, if you pay attention, most time when I'm DJing, if I am drinking, it's sometimes it's usually tequila and red bull. Especially if I, if so I have it's a like it night. keeps you relaxed and it keeps you up at the same time. No, you're not relaxed. You like energetic. <laughs> no, meaning in, like you're happy, like, like you're in a good mood yeah. type. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like that you're in a good mood, like you're yeah. ready to go. So, okay, so I'm trying to think of a really. So, six feet under. I've never been here before. I used to surf here. Really? I remember when I first moved to Atlanta, I had no job, I had no money. All I had was oh, my car. I had 
had no fun friends. Nothing. At least I had a car though. I feel blessed about that. But I had nothing. And I didn't know I was gonna pay rent coming up. I had just moved out here. When I had no gigs, nothing. And then I walked up into this place. It was 4th of July. I was, it was by myself. I spent 4th of July by myself. I was just up on that. They have like a little rooftop here. I had a drink. And I probably had like maybe a hundred dollars to my name. And I bought treated myself to a meal. Oh, okay. I, and was then I, was say, like, I hope we weren't just drinking. No, I, I was eating. You know, I just came <laughs> up on the patio, had a drink, watched a baseball game, watched the fireworks, and it was like on the patio or whatever. Oh, that sounds very And then I was like, though. hmm, I can, yeah. I was like, hmm, I can um, work here. So I asked the, the bartender, I was like, when um, should I come in? She's like, come tomorrow around this time. I came in, I kind of dressed how they dressed here to try to like fit in. Um, so I kind of dressed how I've seen everyone dressed, and then I got hired on the spot. And then I started the very next day, and I was working here like through the pandemic and everything. Yeah, I only recently quit. So how like, was your experience? Maybe this here summer. As a worker. Um, the experience was really great. The people were really great. My employees were really cool. Like my coworkers, I mean, they were really great were you people. A server? I was a server. I was trying to work my way up to bartender. So how was the pay when you were here, like? I mean, in the beginning, it was great. I mean, but you know, the pandemic hit, and you definitely yeah. changed things. But I had a great time working here. Did it teach you some new things that you didn't know about? Um, yes. Um, to appreciate a lot more things because it's not easy being a server. And then not everybody appreciate what you have got, what you got going on. Some people talk to you like trash, but some people treat you like trash. Yeah, you're always gonna meet some people that. Sorry, you're welcome. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. That's like what I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna make sure I'm gonna because she was amazing. Yeah, she is amazing. Before you came, she's she's, she's, she's really great. great. She's, she's great. also a rapper, so you should look at. Yeah, she does music. When she come back home, I'm gonna tell her accent too. But she she raps. Okay, that's awesome. I'll yeah. definitely talk to her before you know, we finish. Yeah. <laughs> but um. There's so many things I could possibly ask you. I just don't want to go from here to here to here to here. That's fine. Shoot them at me. I'm ready. So, what you got on? I see you have some merch right there. Is there any websites you want to? Oh, yes. This is a lightning bolt. This I is my that. signature lightning bolt. Um, I put it on everything. I, even, I think I even have the earring on. That's kind of like my signature, my branding. Yeah, you do have the earring on. Yeah, but um, you can go to Zeus. TheGod.com I have a bunch of Zeus like, the God Zeus the God yes um, my DJ name is Zeus you go to ZeusTheGod.com you can get a lot of my merchandise on there you can even see the link to my wine uh, profile really and, yes um, make sure you get me. yourself some of that wine it's better than the crap you're getting from your <laughs> local liquor store I, know, I should have had a hair. <laughs> I should have had a bottle here today that would have been great it's yeah. okay Next time we could do a little yeah, clip on it if you it. want to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next time it could be all about the wine. But yeah. yeah, so yeah, I got merch on there. You can book me on there. You can inquire about Oh, you about hear that? Beats. You hear that? You can book him on there as well. <laughs> you can inquire about beats. I can uh, send you a beat and everything. You can list beats on there and everything. So any local artists, not even local artists, artists all over the world, if you would like to work with Zeus, he is available. You can go on his website, ZeusTheGod.com. And you can book him. Don't be afraid to. He has a wonderful personality. There's nothing you should be afraid of. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, 
I just want to end it off with one of these questions. Yeah, what's up? If you had one superpower, telekinesis. Why? <laughs> why? That's probably toxic as fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's pretty toxic. So that's why I have to I ask mean, why. I just, I don't know. I just grew up watching X-Men and, you know, Magneto, Jean Grey. Everybody that had telekinesis was just like such badasses. <laughs> right, 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 right. But it's probably a blessing that I probably don't have it because telekinesis, like, it's just a fire. I just enjoy it. I'll probably have telekinesis. I, li- I like that response. A lot of people, like, every time I ask this question, they would be like, to disappear or like I'll be like why nah. <laughs> like what are, what are you trying to do that's so secretive nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like nah, you, know what I mean? you would see me my powers now nah. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, but that's what I would do I'm such a nerd I watch anime and all that oh now that's that's a whole different podcast cause yeah. anime I'm gonna talk for hours oh I love anime I love anime too <laughs> so not right now y'all not right now three you should watch Demon Slayer oh I Fire. like that I like Give Baruto a chance. Oh, Baruto, I haven't given that a chance. Give it a yet. chance. We'll talk about that later. Because I, I need to know about that. I'm looking for a third one. I need to watch a new anime. Okay, we'll save that. Yeah, you got but, any good anime? I need one. Really Give me one that you start watching. Did you watch Death Note yet? No, watch that. Watch no. Death Note. Okay. And I heard Seven Deadly Sins. I heard about that too. And one more, one more, one more, one more. You should watch Demon Slayer if you haven't already. That one fire. That already caught my attention. I've seen that before. It's fire. Um, uh, shit. You watched One Piece, haven't you? Yeah. That's classic. Somebody that says that he haven't watched that song. Um, Inuyasha, you watch that? A long time ago. My favorite. I was watching I that in like middle school or elementary. Who you like better, Inuyasha or Shishomaru? I don't know what Shishomaru is, so it has to be Inuyasha. It's his brother. Oh, you mean the characters? I thought you were naming another anime. You know how the names are. I'm sorry. Oh, but they didn't do all those things. But yeah, his brother. I haven't watched Inuyasha in a long time. I saw this since middle school. I, I guarantee you, I show you some clips. Okay. You would, you would definitely choose. I remember. You know how old you watch it? Yeah, that's just so that's old. old. Kind of like Naruto. I was like an itty bitty. Like, yeah, I was jealous. I don't even remember. I woke up at in, like five o'clock in the morning to watch it on Adult Swim. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was oh, no, I think it was coming on Tsunami. Remember what Tsunami was on? Yeah, I yeah. love that. What happened to that? It's bad. Here and there. I don't know. Production, I guess. So, what made you come up with the name Zeus? Is my question. Well, it kind of gradually came along. I started off as DJ Fee. Well, okay. Hence my first my first name, and then I went to Fee Zeus, which is a combination of, of your Zeus name, and Fee, and then I dropped Fee, and then I now I'm just Zeus. Okay, what made you What made you drop that? Do you don't mind me asking? Um. I kind of wanted to detach my name from my persona, so I can use my I name for knew. other things. Yes, I see what you're talking. I wanted it to be two different entities. What's funny about that? The same story you just told me. I had a friend that taught me about that. Yeah. The name and the brand. Yeah. Because Zeus is a brand. Yes. Then you putting your name into it is just killing a character. Just yeah. like that's why I was talking about MF Zeus Doom. Would do. Some things Zeus would do, Philippe would never do. Exactly. But it's That's like my a, point. 
it sounds weird, but it's like a persona, it's a brand, it's an entertainment thing. So Zeus is my DJ persona. I believe is more of the politician, the guru, the entrepreneur guy. But some people only meet Zeus. But some people actually meet Philippe. Yeah. I'll be honest, those who are listening, I have to say this is one of my favorites. Like podcasts really? in general. One of my favorites. Look. I've like got, those of you hell. no no listen. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Check it out. Okay. For those of you who've actually been tuning in to my podcast, you know how many people that I've I've posted but then I took it out because I'm going to repost it this year because I felt like it wasn't the right time. I yeah. feel like it's twenty twenty one and I feel like right now is the right time. A lot of bad things that's happened in twenty twenty and I wanna release the positive things that I have done this year. Now. Yeah. So, so for those of you that know how many artists and people that I've done that are creative and have their own process and what they do, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. I'm gonna have to say that. Like I'm being honest. I I've never been look, we know each other and yeah. I get anxious a little bit when I talk to you because I get too, too excited. And then I start to scramble up my words because yeah. like there's so many things I could say, so many things I could ask. Yeah. So I just get so excited when I <laughs> when I start asking you questions. Thank you. That makes me feel really good. I mean, I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I guess. Sometimes it's nice to have that recognition from like, your close friends that there's someone that actually looking out for you you know what I mean right. there's someone that actually means you well and they really like and that's how I feel when I'm when I'm with you yeah. I feel like you mean well like you don't have no bad intentions thank you I don't feel no negative energy I don't feel none of that yeah we uh yeah. we save negative energy we keep that negative negative energy everybody. it got to like I said I don't know if you know Ha Ha Davis it got to go <laughs> <laughs> like it got to go <laughs> So, come on now, big fellow. You gotta go. <laughs> but, um, so I'm gonna say one more thing. Yes. Who are your top five MCs of all time? Or do you have any? Oh, that's a hard question. You want me to rephrase it? Um, MCs could mean. I mean, because that's how I would. I, I open up my top five artists that. Well, I would say my. I'm gonna say. I'll, how about this? I'll say my top five artists that I'm listening to right now. Okay. Of all time, that we can go on. It's hard. That's yeah, old, me too. That's I'm. Now that's all. I, I agree with that. Some people. Yeah. Like will say it off top. But yeah. Me, nah. nah it's because there's a lot of things. Sometimes people don't think about what they released in music, but what they did after music in the industry is what I look at as well. Like how long their career has really lasted. For example, like Snoop Dogg. Like he been like he. he He's baking cookies with Martha Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just watching a podcast on that. Yeah. He's so dope. Yeah, yo. So <laughs> my uh, top five artists I'm listening to right now is um, is I would say um, Wayne. It's always gonna be at my top. What's about Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. Okay. Um, Nikki. I love Nikki. Um, SZA. Jay Z. How much is that for? And oh, that's easy. And they're not in order, so chance. Chance the rapper. Yes. So tell me why you picked those. Wayne, 
New Orleans supporter all day. I remember his original music and his music that he released now. Yeah, and he's been doing music. His growth for a long been amazing, time. yes. And his 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 music always um influenced me. Sometimes I used to listen to some of his songs before I go do gigs. Nikki, wow. I enjoy Nikki, Nikki Minaj because she's like a versatile artist. On top she of that, she can put on any track. She makes such an impact for she women. Like for I agree. Women. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Before Cardi B, before Megan, before all the new girls, right? Yeah. And then SZA, I just enjoy her sound right. and her pen. Um, she write music amazingly. She wrote for a lot of artists. If you like, actually look into the original. And I listened to the original EPs. Yeah. And then also, um, who else said that's the fourth one? You said Chance Rock. Or is that five? I said somebody else before that, huh? You said Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj. You said SZA. That's three. Jay Z. Jay Z. <laughs> I don't know why. I got, I this this, this is a Drake. Yep. It's Jay Z right, so and then Jay You gotta set me up. Alright, so Jay Z, <laughs> I enjoy Jay Z because he's versatile as well. One of my favorite songs by him was when uh, he did the remix with Maya Bassamy. Oh, yeah, awesome. I like that song. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just the same thing. Like his 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 branding and business mindedness outside of music is amazing. He's, he's, he's actually not one of the only biggest ones. He's an artist, he's yeah. a straight I look up to him for, his, for as, as a businessman. Like, not only can I be a DJ, but I can be a businessman as well. And of course, Chance. So you look at him not only as like an artist that one of your top artists you're listening now, he's also a role model to you? Correct. Okay. And then of course, Chance, because his music talked to me. Um, I, w I listened to him throughout college. Really? And even tonight. Yeah, because I remember um, The Coloring Book came out. And, oh, man. Yeah. Yes. Like, I used to listen to all that. Like, I, I remember playing him at the kickbacks and everything. Yeah. He just. As I was developing through college, becoming the man I was, and learning things, different things, I would listen to Chance, and it's just like a, a memorable state staple for me. Yeah, but yeah, that's my art. Chance is pretty dope, though. Yes. Like, I feel like a lot of people saw him differently because they saw him as like an Oscar rapper. Yeah. I didn't like how they categorized him. Yeah, it wasn't like that. I just felt like he was just trying to tell his story. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like maybe he was a just boy. Just like with Kanye, they're talking about him, how he's he had his little, what's that album that just came? It was recent. It, it was a, like gospel music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that album. Cool. They were talking about how like, oh, he just using that for business. How do you know that? You don't know him personally. Yeah. But I guess people, that's the world for you. People just judge people by the front cover and stuff instead of actually trying to interact with them. I don't understand. That's like the younger generation for me. It's the younger generation. They just look at people without trying to trying to analyze them. Like, come on now. That's yeah. not how you deal with people. Yeah. You need to actually have a conversation with them before you start judging them. Yeah. But, um, you have any special shout-outs you want to say to anybody besides yourself and, like, supporters, people that, you, that have their own business? Yeah, um, pretty much... There's so many names I can go through because I have so many people supporting me, like my family, um, my tribe in New Orleans, uh, people that I knew from high school and everything, and and just people I always see. Yeah, yeah, my family in New Orleans, my tribe, and all that. Like I appreciate them all, and I shout them every day because on the days when I feel like I'm a, I feel the lowest, they always lift me up. So 
pretty much my number one supporters has always been there for me. I appreciate them, them all because there's some. I'm blessed to say there's so many of them, and I really do appreciate all of them. Yeah. Oh, that made me feel warm inside hearing that. Oh. <laughs> So it's your girl Raya X, and today I had Zeus. Zeus. He was wonderful. Make sure you visit ZeusTheGod.com and make sure you also visit RayaX.com and make sure you like and subscribe. And make sure you check out all my platforms. I am on Anchor, I'm on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I am on a lot of platforms, baby. All you gotta do is Google me. That's it. On a lot of platforms. That, that's baby. it. <laughs> I'm on Spotify too. So that's all you gotta do. Just type in Raya X, you'll find me. Type in Zeus, you'll find him. Period. So we love y'all. I just want peace and love for everybody. And I'll see y'all tomorrow. Only hit my phone when you hire